Welcome back to the resupply with me, Guy Next Door. And me, Than. Bringing you your weekly double tap of all things Laser Force and Space Marines. Or in this case, this week, uh, a little bit of everything. Um, we have got a couple of special guests. Um, <laughs> as I mean, I don't know why we keep using the word special. We, we have got guests again this week. <laughs> Um, one of whom is very comfortable by the stage talking to the wider Laser Force community. Uh, welcome back to the microphone, our man Rusty. Hello. Hello. What's up? Hello. Um, <laughs> joining us as well, all the way from Canada. Um, hey. Canada. <laughs> the mag magical land up north. Um, his reputation precedes him, but we'll, we'll get into that. Um, like to welcome this week. The man of many code names, uh, but we'll refer to him as his proper name. <laughs> Welcome to the mic this week, Justin. How are you, buddy? Hey, thanks for having me, guys. All good, all good. Um, so you've you're kind of um, a man of many talents, I hear. Uh, we've never actually met in the flesh, um, but I've seen you. you know, obviously, your name pop up on many um, Laser Force related um, Facebook. Uh, conversations, um, memes too. <laughs> memes, memes too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what 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 brings you to uh, what brings you to the pod this week? <laughs> that is a very very good question. What brings me to the pod? Well, um, I got invited on or kind of uh, co coerced my way on with uh, <laughs> with Brent. Uh, you know, we're talking to him just hey, we should you know, jump on the podcast, get together, you know, and see what's up. Um, just kind of add on to the excitement of Nats happening in 10 days. So I thought I'd love to jump on and just, you know, kind of like add to that excitement, stir the pot a little bit, and also let uh, the Force uh, community know that there is Force in Canada. It's very small and minute hey. and, and just me. Is but it, it yeah, exists. is it just you? <laughs> <laughs> it is just me and some kids. Uh, but, um, but yeah, no, I just wanted to come on and say hi and really appreciate the podcast and what you guys are doing and also pretty cool to talk to brent we don't nearly talk as much as we do so i thought this podcast would be a great way for us to catch up hey brent hi <laughs> very well put, very well put. <laughs> so uh, as as i uh, as i'm aware you guys um uh recently uh played armageddon is it, uh, is it armageddon, fully armageddon? Yes. okay armageddon yes yes um, uh, we played the uh U U.S. leg of that just this last week. So whereabouts is it based? Uh, it rotates all throughout the U.S. It's mainly on the east side. Uh, this past uh, route was actually through Michigan, Indiana, and Ohio. Right on. the uh, current route, and of course the uh, Detroit location, uh, Revolution, Laser Tag, or Edge, or whatever you want to call it. That mm. place uh, is where we held uh, our force leg of that tournament. So how did you how did you find the tournament as as a whole? Tournament as a whole is so much fun. I highly encourage all people to reach out, uh, go to the U.S. Armageddon Facebook group, uh, talk to people who have attended, uh, not just uh, you know guys like me, but also other people on other systems, and just reach out and see what the word is. Um, it's just a nice big old community of people who just love tag. Um, unfortunately, you know it's 2018, like the year of like. Fortnite and like Snapchat <laughs> and going outside and like it just like hey. I feel like the tag at a, you know in some sense is sort of declining a little bit so it's nice when you can sort of meet people who are just as passionate as you and maybe uh, you know it's hard to have those great big like force tournaments or laser quest stuff but you feel like when you get all these passionate people 
together off scenes uh, that aren't, you know, not doing as hot as they once were, uh, and you're sort of all together in one bus or in one center playing tag and enjoying it, I think that's all that uh, matters at the end of the day, and yeah, it's a great time. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, having that, having done getting back into 2014, um, it was definitely, it, it, it's definitely a an interesting experience when you get that many people from that many different systems in that many confined spaces over that period of time. Mm, um, for sure, yes. <laughs> for you know, for for anyone listening to this pod that 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 has not done one, um, it's it's very um, exhaustion and alcohol poisoning inducing. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Stay away so from the meat pies. Australian people, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. You guys would be great. You guys would be great. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, most well, of the, well, most the of Kiwis the... and most of the Australians would, would be well suited for it for sure. <laughs> Well, the uh, thing for me that makes it really um, interesting is that it's not just about like physical skill. You get folks who are not just you know very passionate, like I said before, but also very like intelligent. So you get people who really understand laser tag in a very deep, deep, deep stage. Mm -hmm. Well, you get folks who are maybe just scratching the surface or just trying a bunch of different types of systems, you know, their feet wet and this and that. But then say, you know, I teamed up with Scythe and he's, you know, a U US force genius. And the fact that we can play on a same team and really understand each other on this weird le level is very nice. Mm. So it's, it's also enjoyable to play with folks who have a deep concept of just like laser tech in general or teamwork and mm. uh, playing with folks who say, you know, um, like he may not be the best quest player, but he is a very good teammate. So when I play quest, which is my home system, it's great to have a guy like Scythe or like Micro uh, on my team who are very intelligent force players. Mm. Uh, and to, just to see that transition into that system, they may they may not be like physically the best, but like it's one of those things where when they're playing, you kind of know that you have a teammate on your right hand side or at your back, or they're doing something in the maze that, that they need to be uh, doing at, at that time. So uh, to be playing with folks that are like minded is, uh, is 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 a huge treat, and it's very um, refreshing when you sort of don't have that on a day to day basis when it comes to practicing or you know specific t tournaments and stuff. So, mm. um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Ten out of ten would do again. So <laughs> it's interesting because, yeah. like, hit, um, hit, nudge, nudge. Is it? Is it what you? Is it what you're going with? <laughs> well, there's four guys here. I think we only need about four or five more, and then we got ourselves a team, right, guys? So uh, let's get. And then, get uh, and Josh took his talents to to Cleveland uh, in the in that recent Armageddon. Like his official little podcast announcement that he was coming to Brisbane. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> Taking his talents to Ohio. Um, it's, it's interesting because, like, playing like I've I've only really ever played um, Force competitively um, mm -hmm. as opposed to the other systems, and like even just getting the nuances of one system down is like challenging. It's something that you that I've like found that you've kind of had to craft over. A bunch of years so it's it's interesting to me that there's cats who can actually do this over several different sites and still play at a at a really high level that shit's crazy to me. oh for sure yeah well like my micro is sort of a prime um example of a, like a player who played like armageddon he didn't really have much else experience he was just sort of playing force uh predominantly but then when you sort of like you know go to 
getting for the first time, everything's kind of like a buffet. So it's like you try a little bit of this, a little mm. bit of that, and that. And what's interesting is that you know you're you're not playing uh, like most times. You're not playing against the very best like zone players or the very best uh, Tron players. You might be facing like a couple, but you're not facing a full out deep team. So you actually have time to actually you know flex a bit to try things out to try like maneuvers out against people who are still sort of like learning and mm. you can sort of get like your confidence going you can kind of learn some of the fine uh you know tactics of each thing and sort of master and sort of hone that stuff uh and now micro's off playing zone and a bunch of other stuff and he's one of the best like right us like system players <laughs> and stuff like that so um, you know, it's, it's 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 a great thing when you are like, hey, like I'm really good at force, but I'm also good at this, or because of the things I've learned in force, like say my aim or my teamwork or communication or maybe my maze awareness that really helps me out in zone. Mm. So, uh, so I think that that's sort of like the the cool thing, and it sort of happened to me in reverse when I you know started playing it just as a quest player. I knew nothing. I haven't really played much else. Uh, Toronto is home to like loads of laser tag like i probably there's about like 30 or 40 sites within like a 45 minute drive of myself so i have uh, all wow. types of tag i can play like, up here. i'm not just like stuck to to one thing uh i think for laser quest specifically there's like seven sites within like a 45 minute drive so like just of having one thing it's like hey i have my fill of that but i can also play multiple things but i i didn't really start playing that until i played armageddon and that's mm. when i got introduced to like Lasertron, which I really enjoy, or like Storm or Force, for example. So, um, you know, and that's sort of what's gotten my interest in playing more Laser Force specifically is because I tried it at Armageddon. I enjoyed it. Uh, I got nuked a couple times, got reset <laughs> off a couple times. I just like, hey, this Didn't is sort of like, that. Like, like a fun thing, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it happened in the reverse for me, which is one why I really enjoy uh, playing Force in general and more so enjoy posting memes in the group. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like once you get a couple SM5 games, I'm allowed to fully post memes in the rest of So I think that's the prerequisite. Yeah, hit, hit a certain when, Once you play the game of Commander, you qualify to post memes. <laughs> And which, apparently you, that recently happened, so congratulations. Yes, which happened for the very first time. I got to play uh, Commander in an actual SM5 game and yeah. not just like, you know, not just a practice game, but like, a, like I guess you can call Armageddon somewhat a legitimate tournament, kind of. Sure. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, That's it was sort of cool because I'm, I'm, I'm also stuck playing, you know, when I do play SM5 with the, the uh, Detroit guys, I'm usually, you know, a scout or a resup or whatever. Mm. But I think during one of the very last games, we had force kind of locked at that point. Um, I think my, Micro and Scythe were like, you know what, we'll take resupply. Justin, you can play a three hit. I'm like, Commander, yank. And I just, you know, yanked that card out, <laughs> tapped myself in, and uh, I had a lot of fun. So awesome. that that was cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, it's just the, the the whole you know point of like the weekend itself. It was just a very you know positive experience. You had a bunch of passionate people together playing, you're trying new things, uh, and then now next Detroit tournament I play, or wherever, you know, force I play, uh, I'll be fighting for a three-hit class a little bit more, because <laughs> I got to actually, you know, try it. You got that taste. It. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Love them nukes, uh, so, like, that That was cool. Uh, but, I, unfortunately, I only got to drop one, uh, which is very uh, upsetting. I know Brent's probably like, what? Like, you know, <laughs> Justin, only one? Uh, I, I got... I, 
the entity. No judging on the podcast, all right? <laughs> no <laughs> judging. At least it's a live recording. It's a safe place, yeah. <laughs> as soon as I hang up the, the call, yeah. I'm going to get food and just what, what the fuck was he doing? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, well, well the, the very last game was against like a, like a weak, weaker team, so we didn't re- really need Micro and Scythe on our three like hit classes, so that would be kind of a bit mean. So we sort of like to rotate the group where people who just, you know, typically play resupply or scout will just get rotated through, and then it's like, hey, have a three hit and have fun. And, of course... You know, Micro will probably still score 10k on ammo or Scythe will, you know, so it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, we'll still win, but they just want to sort of rotate around for experience and stuff. So, um, so yeah, I, I got that, rushed the resupply, I got my nuke off like under a minute, it was great. And then just the whole team, my whole team just, you know, pushed out in the Detroit maze and we're doing quite well. <laughs> but I think for halfway through the game, I got stuck at 19 special points and I couldn't get one more. I just couldn't get one because they were just my, my whole team was rolling the other team so micro screaming at me dice drop the nuke to get like the last one because there's a million like hiding places in, in like D- detroit and i'm just upstairs i'm like upstairs with my head through like the bars as if i'm in jail saying i'm at 19 i'm at night like screaming and, like i can't drop it i can't drop it micro's not gonna be the whole time and uh and, and yeah and then we got the win on that but um <laughs> But yeah, I'm impressed yeah, that you counted actually. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that I, I never did. Well, like, well, like rough counted. Like, I'm I'm one of those things where I'm really good with like numbers, math, downtime. I think a lot of that is when I play quests specifically. I have people timed very well. So say if they're down, and say if I tag one guy and he's down for five seconds, I run around hit a few more, kind of like how you guys do, like, re- resets and force, and I come back to when that person comes back up. So really good with, like, multi-targets and managing of time and numbers and stuff. Um, so, I, so yeah, I'm pretty much there, like, waiting to, to drop it, and I'm just like, oh, I, can't, I just need one more target. I shot both my bases. I can't do anything. And uh, I just have, like, my drone sight laughing at me the whole time, saying I'm stuck on 19. So, like, walking out to look at the board and just see, you know, the 19 there was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> but oh, we've all had those games, right, right? Welcome We've to Commander. Yeah, and you're like, oh, fuck, I finished with 19 again, ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, shit, what could I have done differently? Did I miss a reset? Oh, I should have missed that guy. I would have got an extra special point. Right, right, yeah. On the back, <laughs> you, you get depressed. You start self-assessing too much. And, no, it's not that bad, but it's still good for your count. And it's all terrible. I started mentioned eating. <laughs> you mentioned something interesting actually um, we were talking about it earlier transferable quote unquote transferable laser tag skills right so sure. you mentioned um, being able to sort of take note of when someone's going down so you can run around shoot people come back and that's essentially mm. resetting mm. right sure. you don't have to count right so laser force mm. is sounding really lazy right now yeah for sure um, <laughs> but, but uh, I heard there was something interesting um, with people who actually play their own system and um, potentially running into other people that might be slightly better at playing that same system. Did you have a story about that? <laughs> Are you talking about certain, uh, you know, single it, system players from, say, you know, the UK or something? That uh... maybe, maybe. You know what? Now that you've mentioned it, mate, yeah, it rings well... about what happened. <laughs> Uh, bit on the nose, Brent. No, uh, so, <laughs> so what happened this past week weekend is that there there are a few people in the UK who um, who 
you know, would consider themselves horse players who attended our tournament. And uh, they're, they're nowhere in in comparison of, of skill in terms of if you compare, say, you know, Brand or Scythe or one of, like, the other big guys in, like, the U.S. Um, but they do have a very firm, like, understanding of how to play SM5 in terms of, like, what the basic, you know, strategy is of teamwork and communication. So I personally feel that, you know, that you don't need to be, like, the perfect shot in SM5 or the guy who can dodge out of, like, a missile or do something crazy and this and that and the other. I... I think that teamwork at the end of the day, communication really gets you quite far in a game like at SM5. So, um, so there are guys who just have really good teamwork and communication, uh, and have played enough of it to sort of get the hang of things. Um, now, to that point, it can only go so far when you're facing, you know, Scythe in his home maze. Mm. So, <laughs> so you, so you, you can have all the teamwork and communication and games on, under your belt. Uh, and just, you know, when you're playing in the maze like Detroit, that can be very, um, you know, unforgiving at times, you know, when, especially when there's lots of, uh, you know, grates and lots of, you know, walls and stuff that have holes in it and just odd a- angles and stuff. If you're not used to playing in a maze like that for force, um, it, it can really turn turn the, the tide. So, um, well, we, even, uh, we, uh, yeah, even sorry, if you're used to playing in a maze like that, sure. um, Detroit's maze is, I mean, it's... That is definitely a a very it's a jungle. It is <laughs> fucking it is bombs a, going off, and it's just it is a, that's just how it's ended up. It's a very very idiosyncratic here? maze. It is a very idiosyncratic maze, and it is definitely a maze that you know takes a little bit of time to you know figure out where everything actually is because there For sure. there are a lot of ways that you can go different paths and get to the same place but by that same token um and you were mentioning this this er- earlier with you know your your 19 special commander game there are a <laughs> lot of goddamn places to hide in that maze for sure yeah yeah it's, no, it, it's it, it it's very hard a uh, lot of uh pockets uh on top of that with armageddon specifically we sort of toned down on the sm5 rules a bit which uh, you know, you might be, you know, shocked at, oh my god, like, we can't, we can't touch the rules, they are perfect, and the game has to be run this way, because it's, it is the ideal game format, which, you know, it is, it's great. Don't, uh, but for no, don't, don't players, worry, I get that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's completely and utterly understandable, and I'd probably support that, because no one's well, got five hours to sit there and read the fucking rules, so. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, to, and to, to be fair, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely, you know, when when you're trying to onboard people from other systems to the force rules, I mean, that that's definitely something that has has always increased the barrier to entry from sure. other yes. systems to to force. Um, but by that same token, um, I know that you know there that there have been you know you know non-force system people that have you know. You know, actually, had, you know, kind of sat down and you know played with the rules, and 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 there, and for some of them, there there was a definite definite light bulb moment where it was like, oh, I totally understand now the why, and for force, this does help the overall gameplay for this system, and you know this that the other, um, and then the flip side of that is that you know I I know there's still a large percentage of the get 
population that goes, no, these things are fucking stupid. You guys are fucking kids. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, well, they're, they're just very, like, odd odd things specifically. So one, you know, there, there's certain things where in, like, a system, you're allowed to block and co- cover and put your hand pretty much right on, like, the front, like, sensor. You can do as much blocking and covering as you want. And then there's other ones where it's like you can't even, like, put your arms anywhere close to your front. So it's sort of like, based on what tournament formats the systems have, they can be starkly different in contrast. So it's very hard for newer players to learn, like, a system where it's like, oh, my God, like, just, like, this is different than that. Or, like, we just learned what QSAR is, and I'm on that train, and then now I'm doing Force, and that's completely different and crazy and lots of rules. So it can be definitely... Um, o- overwhelming at times if you haven't done that sort of stuff. Um, for me specifically, when it comes to like Armageddon SM5, it's again kind of a joke because we have lots of scouts and there's like you can shoot through grates, which can be ridiculous in Detroit. Uh, there's just so many things that we sort of like turn a blind eye to, and it's not that it's that we're you know trying to like decrease the value of an SM5 game, but at the end of the day, we're here to like teach people other types of like laser tag and let you know have folks have fun and enjoy themselves and i I think that that is the be end all at the end of the day so although it is like a serious tournament and we all strategize and all that sort of stuff uh we get you know we have team shirts and we have predictions and fantasy drafts so we make it as serious as any other tournament out there uh at the end of the day we still want it to be a very positive experience for folks who have people to have fun at the end of the day uh and this is a great breeding ground for future like you know, force players. Or it's like, you know, if it wasn't for like Armageddon, I wouldn't have gone to the East Coast tournament last year. So there's there's just a certain thing where it's like, hey, like, although we're botching the format, it's more or less like, hey, have a sample of what SM5 is like. And if you enjoy it, come on out and play in a force tournament, which I think a lot of like, you know, like Gray has, like Redneck Tech and like yes. Logan and a bunch of these guys yep. have come out. And it's like, if, if it wasn't for armageddon and also on the flip side you know a warm and welcoming force community such as yourselves uh then like we 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 wouldn't be coming out to do this stuff um so i think that's sort of the 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 big deal at the end of the day and in terms of like changing things there's some talk about switching to like masters instead of doing sm5 uh based on it just you know being like a non uh, in, not not as like intense format to play, uh, which there's sort of a split because a lot of people in the community like playing SM5, but then there's other folks who are just like, man, like for a new player, SM5 is really really hard. <laughs> so uh, to, to have that stress of like you are the medic and hide on this ramp and don't die and shoot me when you tell me, it's like it, it can be really like overwhelming, right? So. Yeah. Uh, and it's like if that was oh, your gun up. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> gun up yeah. Who wants it? Who wants it? You know, just all all this stuff is just like can be super like overwhelming for a first time player. Uh, something that might be a bit out of the box is yeah, I would personally like to see an SM5, and don't boo me or throw tomatoes or anything, <laughs> but just uh, I would love to see like an SM5 where it where it isn't elimination based for Armageddon, where, say, you still have those roles and classes, but the, the focus is on you're not afraid to, like, die, if that makes sense. So, uh, we're, so, we're... so I mean, basically, I mean, I mean, if you want to put not too fine a point on it, that's that's essentially Space Marines 4. I mean, right. that's, that. so, I mean, 
obviously some of the positions do slightly different things because of the lack of dying. Uh, but for sure. <laughs> um, but um, you know, essentially, what it sounds like you may be looking for there is SM4, mm, right. um, which, which to, to be fair, um, you know, there there are some interesting things you can do with that within the Armageddon format because you because you, you can do Space Marines 4 as a three-team game a hell of a lot easier than Space Marines 5. Um, Space sure. Marines 4 running as a seven-and-a-half-minute game doesn't necessarily you know blow the integrity of, of the game as much as running 5 as a seven-and-a-half-minute game. Um, mm, right. So, so I mean, you can't so, stack nukes, you can't actually die out of the game, but you'd still at least have something a bit different than playing like a shoot-and-tag Masters, which would probably not do it Justice. Yeah, well, that might work. SM4 over SM5, yeah. um, potentially. Because you can still do the missiles, you can still drop nukes, you right. still need a ring supply, um, and you'd probably have your most important player playing ammo in, in that sense, mm -hmm. um, just so they can be aware. Um, hmm, yeah, maybe. Like, I was, you, you also sounded so sad when he said that you can't stack nukes, you can't <laughs> die. Uh, <laughs> it's a strategy. Can't kill people <laughs> out. It's a strategy. Yeah, I, I would have been. Oh, look, if, if, if I came to Armageddon and that's, we were playing SM4 instead of SM5, I, I could probably live with you. If I came to Armageddon sure. to play Masters, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. What changes well, the um, that, that, like, like, A lot of it, too, though, is. It, 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 is like what's the purpose of go going? It's like when I go like and I play quest games and Armageddon, I'm sort of like having a bit of a laugh kind of because right. they're like it's they're, they're nowhere close to what I experience in terms of like the national tournaments I played or the world championships that I've played. Uh, so when I'm playing people that hold the gun upside down and they're standing the wrong way, I'm sort of like oh god, like here we go. So uh, so it's just sort of this thing where it's you know I still like to play my competitive format but then I'm sort of just in between a rock and a hard place because I'm like man like it really sucks trying to learn at SM5 and you know your main thing your the main thing being screamed at you is don't die which is very important as a medic <laughs> so it's accurate right but at the same time it's one of those things where it's like it's like is this person having fun like they're cowering in like a corner the whole time like how is that game experience like I'm sure when you guys play a resub class you're not just cowering you're, you're being a good teammate and you're moving around and being active uh, which obviously a newer player won't be doing as much because they're about to crap themselves of uh, being that person to get yelled at. It's all your fault, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it, it's sort of the, the, this weird thing because it can be discouraging at times. And, you know, like how I see it, like one bad game of SM5 or any, you know, not just force, but just and any uh, system specifically could just turn you off completely from like a system. So, so, so for me, I'm just trying to find like like an in between thing of like, hey, let's make maybe formats a little bit more fun and a little bit more enjoyable, where you enjoy the the actual game, and then if you love it, then you can go, you know, fully into like the force community, the zone community, etc. So. You you might be shocked to hear this, but there's actually people alive today that enjoy <laughs> playing medic. Russell, <laughs> me looking at you specifically. I mean, Titan <laughs> likes it. Um, I do. I think that's at least two wow. out of what, how many people are on the planet at the moment? How many billion? Um, no, but seriously, <laughs> there's people that enjoy playing medic because at the end of the day, it is still a role um, sure. where yeah. you can if played correctly. 
walk out with four or five thousand points, survive, keep your team um, resupplied, and actually pull boost, get people in and out of resupply. Not like Josh, who doesn't actually need lives apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, yeah, Josh, you're not gonna live that down, mate. That's just fucking anyway. So you know, there's, there's people out there that can actually contribute, but you're absolutely sure. right. Putting your br- putting a brand new player who's told to go sit in the corner, duck down, shoot these people when they ask you to shoot them, sure. um, isn't a good uh, stepping stone for a you know a highly experienced laser tag player mm-hmm. going. What the fuck? How is this sure. fun, right? Um, right, right. So I'd almost say if you if there's enough force people playing on the team. Someone like Josh or Micro could play uh, play medic and do really well at it. Um, For sure, yeah. Obviously, go well. You know, this is ultimately how it's played. But finding the balance um, where you could actually do that, depending on you know how good the rest of the other teams would be, would be interesting. Mm. Um, but I don't think we got segued. What what was you the conclusion um, of the UK play? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to jab these UK guys. Uh, yeah. The, so the, fuck um, the UK. <laughs> the, the deal was what what was that they came and um and all, all, although they had great teamwork and communication, um that you know still at the end of the day they're they're not anywhere close to uh I'd say a a moderate to advanced force player in the U.S. and or other places in in, in the world. So uh, I I would say they're maybe comparable to um, to maybe a newer or beginner player still in terms of actual. If, uh, I don't know if you guys do stats or whatever you know. You, oh yeah. You want, but in like turn. Oh in, yeah. In, in terms of like scoring and missiles and nuke drops, I'd say they're pretty much like middle of the road kind of mm. just slightly new when when faced up against you know a team of really good players so uh, and I, I think a lot of that might attribute to um, although we did have a couple guys uh, fly down who play a lot of force who are maybe have played force for a long time it's it's oddly enough it's maybe only one or two that are very good so it just means that they haven't had that full uh, experience yet to do like a legit team-on-team practice at home or, you know, it's mainly just like, or perhaps they don't even have enough for a full team, so they're stuck doing like a elimination format or doing something solo-based where they've never actually been tested, so when they came here as a full team, and some of them were less experienced than the others, or some were just like, hey, we have a couple guys who understand force and a couple guys who don't, but we're still might be good good enough to pull like an upset here, Um, that obviously didn't pull through um, but uh, but it, but you know it, it, it's sort of thing where it's hard where it's it's hard for me to fault certain folks because you know for in instance uh, for quests specifically there's a guy in England his name is Trixie and he's one of the best players of all time he's been playing tag for like over 20 years he's super good but just like his teammates or people that he's played with uh, are nowhere close to him I'm talking like perhaps the second best guy behind him is maybe 80% worse than him uh, just, just there, there is such a huge 80? gap 80% yeah um, there, there is just such a huge gap between him being like the best player in his country and maybe like top five in the world uh, to guys at his own site who are just nowhere near him physically mentally and this and that so I kind of feel for some of these guys who are very passionate about force in like the UK and other places in the world that don't have like competitive sites or say even for me specifically who uh, again it's just me up here in Canada as far as I know uh, it's like I can't properly play 
SM5. If I want practice, I need to drive down. I need to go to either like a tournament or I need to go down to Detroit where they do practices and stuff, which is like four hours away, which is kind of hard for me to do. Um, and um, how far is Syracuse from you? A uh, bit longer. I think it's like five, five or six around okay, there. So, 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 so basically, you you are essentially midpointed between those two sites, right? Right. Yeah. So, and and at the end of the day, I got to do a coin flip. It's either you know uh, Josh or or uh, Beans. Yeah. You know, uh, so I'm kind of like, man, like both have cool guys. That, both are cool, cool guys who can probably teach me a bunch of stuff about it. Uh, but then also I'm stuck like a night in Syracuse. Like, what do I do? Or a night in Detroit? Like, you know, are we playing Smash at you know at my my first, like basement? Like, what are we doing? You know, so uh, you sort of have to weigh weigh these things. You know, um, at least Beans would tell you, look, part of Space Marines Five, it's really important to get lives um, so you don't die. So that's probably better advice. I'd probably go to Syracuse. Well, I. I'd, I'd say... If Even I though there's to, nothing to do. Yeah. To do. <laughs> if I went to a Qs, I'd be incredibly bored, but I would get a really good explanation of how to play, which is nice. <laughs> uh, if, if, if I go to D- Detroit, all I get is all the players you get shot. huddled around the role of, like, paper towel on the front desk and everyone just taking paper towel and rubbing their heads after a game which I think is a standard <laughs> thing in Detroit that I see whenever I go there. Uh, and then, and then so I, funny. <laughs> no, it's very odd they just as soon as a game is done just everyone goes out ghosty micro everybody and just grabs paper, paper towel and just you should take yeah, a towel take a towel yeah, like have you never been to a gym? <laughs> no, no it, it's it's it is a very bizarre act and ritual that I'm not down with. But uh, but there's no paper you know, towels in Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> you you you've run you out. Whether or not you're coming, Justin, don't do it. There's no paper towel. <laughs> Byot, bring your own towel. Um, but uh, but 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 yeah, no, it's it, it's hard for like a a player who is on their own to learn like such a team-based, complicated system where I can sort of understand why like a lot of like the UK guys or people in other parts of the world like to play SM5 and enjoy it and say that like hey they're good because hey I'll play like Masters or I'll play a game format where I got specials I know how to missile people I can drop nukes I can do fun stuff but then when they actually apply it like team on team against like a tournament you know tested player uh, it just the, the, the game's off so um, I think before a few of our games where a couple of, like the UK guys were like not like you know trash talking but saying like oh like watch out like we haven't faced each other or whatever uh at that point like at that point i kind of looked at scythe and micro and i'm like it's time to go three hit boys and like at that point (laughs) and like and it's mainly just to sort of like prove like 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 a point that it's their house that they don't want to lose games in their house and this and that Mm. and the whole time like micro was like yeah i'm down i'll play whatever it's good and scythe is just like bruh, come on, bruh. You know, just like he he's happy as the resub. He's like our team lives. is good enough. Yeah, our team is good. We only need micro and this and that. But uh, from an Armageddon standpoint too, it was one of like our first systems that we played. So I'm kind of like, hey, I kind of want to like, you know, hit get these guys points. hard, right? Get our points, and then also on top of that, it's hard for them to learn the arena and learn the strategies. So if we just wipe them within like a minute or two, just go after their three hits and just like kill them. Uh, it's going to be hard for them for the following game to uh, to actually, you know, set up and do well. So the less time that our competition has in the maze is kind of good for us. So it means that when they play another force game, they're going to be like, wait a minute, 
I only got to play half a game last round because it was against like Micro and Scythe. Uh, so uh, we really need to iron some things out. So there, there, there's a bit of strategy behind the beating, but um, <laughs> but at, at the same time, there, there's one specific guy who's been playing Force for a long time in the UK. Uh, his name's Titch. And uh, he he was saying in like the the twelve years that that he's played or thirteen years he's never been beat down so so bad by Micro and Scythe, but he said it was probably one of like the best like mo- moments for him because it really kind of like put put him in check and he you know really enjoyed it. He learned like so much in playing them just that one game. Um, so I think that that is sort of like you that's know, good. That's the moral Absolutely. of the story, or it's like, hey, like this is a cool thing that happened out of this beating, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so I think that that should be like the, the 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 focus of things, where it's like, hey, like you, it's much like, you know, again, I I don't know the complete history with with, with you guys, but it's much like when maybe like Rusty came here for the first time, or like when you know you guys went there and you got to see like the level of competition was very different between your two con- countries. So. There, have, there have definitely been some very eye-opening and interesting moments throughout the years um, <laughs> with, with e- either with sites going to other sites or you know mm. going to to a new country to play for for the first time mm. um, yeah there there have definitely been some very very eye-opening moments as far mm. as that goes but one thing I, I did kind of wanted to jump back to Justin um you sure. you you had mentioned that you you did make it to one of the East Coast tournaments last year. Oh yes. <laughs> um, so I'm 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 really kind of interested in in your perspective on a you know on a force tournament from an outside force force perspective. I mean because sure. obviously you know we, we we run things a little bit differently um, in as much as you know playing the 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 you know two 15 minute games to get a match sure. with the with the with the flipping and it's all and it's only ever two teams um, mm-hmm. and you know and this that and the other and you know I know over time you know we've we've definitely had some as a as a community we've had some interesting challenges with refing and timing and time slipping and things like mm-hmm. that um, so for, so with all that sort of lead up I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in your perspective on a force tournament from a non-force player perspective <laughs> well, well yeah the uh, East Coast last year was was my first like full out real force um, experience that wasn't really like getting related or wasn't like practices or anything um, was that in Syracuse or, or Detroit that was in a Detroit in Detroit, okay. Uh, yeah. So, and this was, like, soon after the whole, like, Team Solo Ray thing. So, like, I, it, it was sort of, like, a very big um, event in my eyes. I think it was more or less, like, the, the Detroit guys were, like, kind of, like, getting their home back. They were putting their roots back, back in. Um, so, I think that it, it was really cool to see a lot of, like, the, the Detroit folks there. And we had a pretty good turnout. It was a lot of fun. Um, I guess from, like, an outsider perspective like like first and foremost man it must be so hard to run events during the week like that must be so brutal uh in terms of like the monday tuesday wednesday doing like tournaments it's you know i've never experienced something like that in like the the 10 plus years that i've played we've always done like overnights on the weekend or whatever 
Um, so I, I can really feel for you guys when it's like if people can't go, if it's like you got like one good player or one good three hit on your team, that you're like this guy is like a rock of our team or our foundation, and then it goes, oh, I can't, I got work, or like I can't attend this because I got this or the other. It's like that must like, like like sure, I'm sure you can find a person to re- replace them, but like you know, some at times it's like man, if you lose like one guy off the team, that can be like death to a community or death to a site to some extent where it's like man this guy no longer play because of work or whatever like even family commitments and this and that uh that must that must be hard so i I really feel for for you guys when you have to deal with you know super long days and during the work week as well it can be quite hard um so that was sort of like a first like observation that i had i'm like man it must be really hard to like get like a unit together and then also commit to playing a few times a year under these uh, like under these circumstances so um last year was you know, brutal in sacramento yeah because yeah. we ran from like midday to midnight and it was Yikes. just oh man it was, it was awesome because really <laughs> then we would record a podcast after after each day oh yeah and then like i was, home and I was anti-podcast back then <laughs> you, you freak he's uh, he's yeah. <laughs> well, well, like I, I can sort of like understand like like Nats being like like a full week. It's like, hey, like we're gonna be going to like a different country for a full week. So it means like, hey, I gotta book off a week to travel. I gotta like, I'll spend half the time like sightseeing, being a tourist, and then hot tubs. You know, doing like whatever you guys do. Uh, it's like that, like that. That's that cool. cool. But but you know, I, I guess it's more so from that like beginner stage of like, hey, like I met these guys Thursday night and they're talking about doing tournaments and this and that. Hey, do you want to like spend some time like, you know, like say like a few days off in like Syracuse, we're going to drive there to play like an SM5 tournament. That sounds great. Are you, and then it's like, is it Friday night? Nope. And it's like, oh, so it's just, uh, it's like, okay, like check that off or I'll see you at the next like members night on Sunday, you know? So it's one of those things where like, I, I can understand why, you know, this format takes such a long time to, to run and make it, proper and fair and that you need that time during the week to run it but it's just it, it, it's hard for a lot of players who just have you know life stuff that just sucks you know so um and i i feel that in quest too although we do stuff on like the weekends it's still that same stuff com- comes up where it's like hey man we got family we got kids we got work you know part-time jobs on the weekend it's it's rough so i tip my hat to all you force guys who can make it work because it's such a huge time commitment and long days and um, the amount of practice as well that you guys also put in to actually, you know, master these positions and teamwork and strategy and this and that, and then also, you know, having long days of practice too is it's it's rough. Yeah, yeah I can imagine like that plus. So like that's a lot of sick days, you know. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like with with with, with Quest though, um, being able to run run on weekends, I, I I feel like they have a a advantage. In that regard, um, mm-hmm. in as much as you know, you know, I know in the past, like every quest site was corporately held. So oh, if yeah, is that is that still still yeah yeah have I been away from quest for too long? They're uh, still uh, cor- corporately owned, um, but but just the thing is, most of our our, our quest stuff. Uh, it's at night, uh, so we usually run stuff all night, starting at like 11 o'clock or so until like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. So uh, we usually try to bang it out all in one night. Our games are also shorter. Um, so then I know that at times you guys have like constellation brackets and lower bra- brackets that you guys run to. Uh, we're like a bit more uh, cutthroat with a lot of things. So sometimes you only play six games and that's it, and then it's done, um, which can be a bit brutal. But then again, if you're in like 
Vegas. Who cares? So yeah. it's one of those things where it's like we'll all fly to a big tournament in Vegas and enjoy ourselves, play the tag thing, and that's more or less a reason to get us all t- together is mm. more or less the quest. You know what I mean? Um, right. But uh, but but yeah, you, you are right though. It is sort of that off-peak time. So the plus side for you guys is that you know if you are playing on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday, there's not a lot happening there to begin with. So you guys can have that freedom and flexibility to run what you want, which I think is huge. Uh, whereas with Quest, I can't, like, hey, can we start at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on, like, a Saturday? They're just going to laugh at me and be like, I got birthday parties that are going to make me way more cash than your nerd fest. So, um, so, so, so yeah. that's sort of, you know, the, uh, the flip side uh, to that stuff where, you know, it feels like in my scene specifically or a lot of other scenes, there's a bit of compromise or we gotta, oh, we got to play at night or we got to do this or that or the other. Uh, where I think with you guys, you guys have your blocks aside and you're like hey screw it we're gonna do it how we want and that's sort of the appeal you guys get to do whatever you want so that's huge (laughs) yeah and and to be fair also i mean we 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 definitely have done you know weekend overnight tournaments um but you know i mean the 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 challenge that you start running into there is you know yeah it's like okay well if we've been using the packs from you know midnight to you know Seven in the morning, and the facility is supposed to open at ten with birthday parties. Right. Are, are the packs getting that that full charge that they need in those three hours sure. to be able to you know last through the entire day of of for birthday parties? And 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 also, I mean, this and this is more you know like I am I at this point I th- I think I'm way too goddamn old to be playing you know from you know midnight to eight absolutely eight, yeah. eight too in the old morning to be for like, kids like three or four. <laughs> You know, like three right, or four right. straight days for, for trying to get that to happen. Speak for oh, yourself, yeah, sure. mate. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was gonna, I was going to say that actually because by the time Thursday or Friday comes around during a Nats and you've played probably close to 30 games, depending on the position, if you're Russell really enjoying Medic and you haven't had to run much, well, it might <laughs> be different, but playing right. 30 or games of Commander, the legs start getting a little bit... Uh, a little bit tired, um, and literally it comes down can come down to the last day. This, whether or not you can not mentally do it, but f- sometimes physically get that reset or get that shot off or get to where you need to quick mm-hmm. enough. So, you know, you sort of have to leave it all out there. Essentially, mm-hmm. um, I've had some pretty awesome blisters from from playing way too many fucking games of Commander, but um, that's that's <laughs> half the fun. Every I time think. I see yeah, you, right. you're covered in like bruises and grazes and like bleeding oh, from fuck. somewhere. And- <laughs> Some there hasn't been one tournament shame, I yeah. I have not actually fucking done something to like make myself bleed or cut something or just the or crash a luge and like fuck up your knee. That was after the tournament, uh, so that was that was strategic. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah let's not talk about that. Those yeah. bad times. <laughs> it's poor, poor memories. Super poor planning on somebody's part. Probably yours. <laughs> Well, that I didn't fucking almost tear my ACL off before we played the tournament. Yeah, yes, nice. yes. yes. Would have helped yes. Us out. Yeah. Who, who would that have been good for? Me. Um, yeah. It would have been, it would have been, been good for me and Steve-O <laughs> and the rest of our team. Come on. This is, and then we never would have had the totem pole, so you know what? I don't regret that's it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> then, but then Sam wouldn't be like waking up in a cold sweat every night. You jackass. <laughs> So um, we could do one or two things. We could keep yarning because actually that went by really quick, or we could cut it. Um. So uh, okay, so 
I think we've covered a good wide wide amount of stuff on yeah. on this cast. I think you know it 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 should be interesting to you know m- more than just us, so people will you know hopefully listen to it. I was actually I, I was actually mildly annoyed at at Havoc because he, he's like yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't listen to to the podcast, and then we do one with Josh. He's like, okay, now I listen. I'm like, you got <laughs> God damn it, Scott, so much. I mean, yeah, I don't. It's, I as, soon as, you, as soon as you drop it in with the Armageddon, get in groups or whatever, it'll be like, okay, like now we have folks. You know, I guess some folks will buy into it a little, like a bit more, because like, wait, we're talking about like Armageddon, that that might be cool. So it helps uh, when you hopefully, know. we get those people in, you know, and get them listening a bit more and yeah. less complaining like Scott sometimes. So uh, for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, to, to, to be fair though, like I've I've known Scott now for like twenty plus years because of the the old alt sport the laser tag. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Using that group, like so that's how long he and I go back. And like, but the first time I actually met him was in fourteen. And, oh, right for the first time, yeah. And 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 it was fucking hilarious because he like showed up and I walked in, I'm like, "You're havoc." Yeah, I'm like, "Huh, I fucking hate you." And I walked off. It was it was fucking fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's. He's a good guy. Yeah, no, he he he's cool, and like we're a good 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 friends. And some that there's certain things that we d- disagree with, like ideology wise, for like tag specifically, um, where we've come to terms of being like, you know what, let's agree to like disagree on stuff because there's just some things that we're never going to see eye to eye on completely. But for sure. that said, like he he is a very good like laser tag mind in terms of he does have a lot of strategy and he really knows a lot of like systems like in like inside and out. So to have that person in the community is great. Uh he might be a little bit like over the hill right now in terms of like his <laughs> his care for things in terms of like he doesn't care as much. Like I think for this past like weekend he was just playing Pokemon Go and he was like having fun and that was sort of like the key thing. Um, but you know, at, at the end of the day, to have you know someone like him involved in the community is like super huge. It is a plus, um, yeah. No, for yeah, sure. Is, but I, I, I totally get the whole sparks flying because we had a bit of that at East Coast where it, where myself and Habit got to play with like Scythe, Juan, Micro, and Ghosty, and it was just sort of like crazy from the get-go because their personalities didn't go together so well. Oh my god. Just like, like it was oh, just Jesus. Fire. It was fireworks like crazy. Yeah. Even respect. myself. Yeah. Who, who, was, uh, who was stirring the pot? Yes. Are we... The answer to that question would be yes in that. <laughs> Are we still re- that case. Re- recording here? Or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be saying this? Yeah. Stick. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just got it just got met, met messy and crazy and dramatic. Uh, you know, I, I I think I, I think at the end of the day, I think you've all experienced this when when you play Force. When say like you know you you're playing with like Sacramento and like maybe a guy from Detroit goes and plays on the team and they're playing like a resup or something and they're just not used to how how you make that call for resupplies. So some so some folks hold yep. their gun up or they'll or they'll openly say. What they need. I need lives. I need shots. I need both. So there. So it's just sort of like this weird mix mash of, I guess each region does their more or less own thing. Yes. Uh, where that's as, accurate. That is so, so accurate. So when when Havoc and I went to go play East Coast, we're sort of like, hey, like we're not really like we're we're sort of like in in the community's eye, we're not really force players. You know what I mean? We're just sort of guys who True. have a lot of experience playing force and yes. are good teammates and that should be enough when you have guys like Micro, Scythe, Juan and Ghosty there. It should be it should be enough. But the the issue that we sort of ran into was that we were there was a communication breakdown 
between uh, half the team and, and us <laughs> be, be, because we, we just sure. couldn't get on the same page of what, what we were doing. So, um, and that caused a lot of friction, a lot of fighting, uh, a lot of I quit, no I quit, no I, you know, just like all this back and forth stuff that was completely negative at the time. Um, and it just took Josh, uh, you know, the, the reason why I respect Josh Scythe uh, so much is that he is a really good you know, um, captain or a really good guy who can just get everyone on the same page and get us all like not heated, you know, calmly explaining what needs to get done, uh, and just gets us all kind of in the right mi- mindset. So we we really uh, needed a guy like him to sort of mediate between the miscommunication of the guy screaming of what we're doing wrong to us asking what do we need to do right, you know. So. Um, where, you know, I, I think a lot of us, you know, we, we learned quite, quite a bit from that experience, that tournament playing together. Uh, but a lot of it just takes a lot of clear communication and just like listening at the end of the day. And once we sort of ironed out that stuff, we took down the tournament, which is fun. Uh, so I think that was sort of a huge thing for me, a huge win for me in terms of all like the laser tag that I've played is that we dealt like with a full, like, weekend of fighting and of course the Detroit the uh, Detroit breakdown which is apparently a very popular thing in tag so <laughs> just um, you know it's I, a I weekly, got to ride it's that a weekly thing it's a weekly thing yeah so it just it, for me it was a great experience and uh, I love those guys tremendous like, I just love them that whole site there like all the members there and they're all great friends so I'm glad that we got had that we got that experience per the uh hatchet there and just we had a great time at the end of the day uh but i i think at the end of the, you, you really need just to have that communication if it's not there if you're just sort of like hey we're, we're gonna run games how i want to run them you need to be like no we need to sit down from commander to medic at the end of the day and make sure that we all know what we're doing like what's what needs to get done what's crystal clear what our roles are uh not to run away yeah. when this happens you know just like there's just certain things that that might people might take that for granted at times to say if you're playing on a like an all-star force team i'm sure they've been toppled before based on the lack of communication or like the lack of what we need to do uh you know i'm I'm sure that if you pulled like all 10 of the top like brisbane guys and you asked what plan b was you might not get the exact answer each time. So, uh, oh, you get up. And 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 if someone says di- differently, then Brent's gonna pick up a kettlebell and smack someone in the head. You know, so 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 I. I'm not I, mad. I, I'm just disappointed. That's what. Right. I was yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm sure that you guys can sort of relate to all that stuff, right? In the sense that you know that oh, yeah. you 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 need to have a, a a team that understands fully what they need to be doing and what their roles are, and not to not to play Top Gun or not to be the hero or not, you know, go going for a certain like, all-star scout and that's what their focus is. It's like, you know, it's, it's the team is the focus. Succeeding is the focus. Uh, you know, l- learning is the focus. So I think that once you get on a team like that and everyone's, you know, crystal clear of what needs to, to get done, uh, then you're going to have great success, uh, win or lose. So um, so I'm, of, I'm very glad I got that, that experience. Part of running sure. like Space 5, um... I think, like having the fact that there's a medic and that your team can die out, um, is one separate is like a major key for why it's such a team focused game. Um, sure. Versus like Space Four. Um, yeah. So like Space Four, you don't have to worry about dying out. Sure, you have to worry about shots, but you don't really have to protect your ammo if that makes sense. Um, sure. Yeah. So like, I think that's probably why it, the transition to or, or the the learning gap is probably narrower 
to pick up space mm-hmm. more in a competitive setting than it is space wife because yeah if, sure like if you don't have that team chemistry it makes it so much harder for sure yeah i mean it, so 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 back in sacramento like waves like we're going back to the the original opening of sacramento so back in like 97 um because yeah february 97 was when sacramento laser force originally opened um apparently like they they tried sm5 to start with and like it did they couldn't wrap their heads around it it, it, it didn't make mm. a ton of sense mm. now this now this this initial trialing stuff like this this was this was actually before my time being a a a league player there so this was like way way early and then you know that they, they found space marines for four by three and space marines four four by three was the official league game in Sacramento I want to say up until early 99 wow. it literally was not until early 99 that that we made the change over to SM5 it was late 98 one of those two and even then we were playing 10 minute SM5 not not 15 minutes mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know there there was this whole evolutionary process that that happened there where um yeah it was like okay this this game with no one to really kind of show us show us the way as it were <laughs> um was super complex but hey space marines 4 which is you know pre- pretty much checkers if if if, <laughs> if, 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 if it, seriously though if if, if space 5 analogy. is chess it's, it's, space 5 is chess space 4 is checkers and you can thank um dk for for that that analogy because he he made that analogy many 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 years Years ago, and I've just, <laughs> and I've just always stolen it because it's it's fucking fantastic. Um, but so so you so, so you know Sacramento ended up having like this you know year and a half two years of playing checkers before kind of going well let's revisit chess and mm. you know and moving that along. So there's <clears throat> these some um, Auckland was the same yeah. like like before like before I started playing competitively. Um, they were playing predominantly Space 4 up here. And it wasn't until I'm pretty sure you cats from Wellington came up and taught, basically taught our site how to play Space 5. Um, so so I've got, this will segue really nicely back to what Justin said earlier. So there's nothing better than someone talking shit Getting shat on, and then um, being humble about it and wanting to get better, yeah. which is obviously what happened with this guy from the UK, and and I, I think that was ultimately going to be the point of the story anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you've got other people who it doesn't matter what you tell them or how much better other people are than them, they won't listen. It's everybody else's fault, you know. It's their team's mm-hmm. fault. It's, they can never hold themselves accountable or reflect on what they did right or wrong. Anyway, I remember this fondly actually. So we drove up from Wellington to Auckland. And you should put this in the podcast, Steve. So we we showed up and, yeah, I don't think you guys have played Space Marines 5 at all. So we, was it, it was the year 2000, so I hadn't been to, no, wait, what been, year would have that have been? It would have been a little after that because we opened in 2000. Um, so it would have been like 2000 and one probably probably late yeah. 2001 super super early um and we played space Marines five and sort of showed you how to play or whatever from memory and 
um, yeah, look, it didn't go very well. But I can't remember who it was. There was a couple of people, and they're like, yeah, look, we'll play you at Space Marines 4, and we'll fuck you up. Probably um, Diablo or Trips or... I know. I, 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 I honestly couldn't... Nightmare. Oh, yeah, that guy. Nightmare, um, yeah. There's a few names there. Anyway, that was that was one of those moments... No, I only really early, only started playing, you know, other sides and competitively or whatever, not long after that. But it was one of those moments where I'm like, "Fuck, I really don't want to talk shit because stuff like this happened." <laughs> it was a joke, like we fucking just crapped on everybody. Um, and back then, yeah, I wouldn't say we had the greatest players. It was like me and Wibble and Stallion and Truth. <laughs> still fucking... Truth, yeah, we still. Play? Yeah, Gray was flying around, um, and uh, I don't think Baden would have come. But yeah, I don't remember. I can't, obviously can't remember scores, but it wasn't close. Mm. Like it was just a walking reset. I might have been playing heavy, and it was just um, <laughs> when you when you when you find someone as ammo, um, uh, you know, you can just reset people for days. Um, so yeah, it was like one of those critical points early on when I was like, "There's no point talking shit," because a, you don't know who you're going to end up playing against. Mm, sure. And I, I think this would speak volumes for, like, if I ever came and played Armageddon, I'm like, I'm going to fuck you guys up in zone or whatever. <laughs> like, you'd never hear the words come out of my mouth. In fact, sure. even if there was, like, a UK team, for example, coming and we were playing at some laser force arena somewhere in, in, in America, you wouldn't hear me say a fucking thing about how I think we would do until we play them. Because guess what? Maybe they got really fucking good and they're going to shit on us. And I'd rather not um, saying, take take each game as it came um, and on face value. Um, But look, I think as long as people approach it the right way um, and take constructive feedback on board and apply it to try and get better... And, and, you know, that's their personality and they want to talk shit, that, that's cool. But if you get shit on for six months or a year and you don't get any better and you're still saying you're going to beat people, um, <laughs> you're a dick. That's it. End of story. Well, the odd thing too, or not odd thing, the, the, uh, the, what I like about Force specifically above uh, the arrest is, uh, is that I, I think it's mainly about making good choices. It's not so much about, you know, stacking nukes and doing all this cool stuff, you know, and, you know, getting your bases. Like, all these things are very, like, prerequisite, sort of important. But I think it's all about making good choices for yourself and for your team. And what makes, I guess, the game interesting for me is that, like, I know that when I was learning SM5, I'm like, oh, I just shoot my bases and I shoot people, pew, pew, pew. And that's all my mindset was as, <laughs> as like a scout, uh, which you could argue that's what a scout does. But I, at the end of the day, I was, like, talking to Josh, talking about strategies and stuff like, like, like that. But, like, a scout can do way more than just being that pew, pew, pew guy. Yeah. Uh, yes. and, and, and for me to learn from Josh specifically how to play a scout... And to play that role was like a very critical piece of why we won East Coast. Wow. Was I was playing the class properly. Uh, sure, he reset me to Elam the guy, but <laughs> that yeah, is. If, not, hey, if he's got a missile off it, I support that decision. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so, yeah. I would use my medic um, as a reset to get a missile off to kill him out of the game. If, if, if right? If no, no, but, but, but that's sort of the thing is that, yeah, I, that specific example was I think Josh was calling, saying, like, dice over here. Over like you know, and of course I'm like 
here's my, my, my shining like moment or I'm going to go over and hit the guy and I'll get out. <laughs> there's going to be a parade. There's going to be confetti. And sure enough, Josh comes, shoots them, resets me. And I'm sitting there like, Bleh? like clipping my like laser. I already know. I, I already know. But I just clipped the laser. I'm like, you, you reset me, didn't you? But, uh, but you know, it, it just, it, it, it. Certain, yeah, but like it's certain things like that where I think, you know, like if you compare me with like the best scout in the game, that guy can probably wreck me nine out of ten times. But we can make similar choices in a game, or make the exact same choices, which makes us equally effective and equally dangerous in an actual game. So uh, I think that was the big lesson for me when I played East Coast and when I played with Josh. I'm just like, hey, like, like, is this correct? Is this right? Should I be doing this? Like, should I be doing that? And then he was like, no, you're spot on. Keep doing exactly what you're doing. Because as long as I know that that's what you're doing, then I can execute what I need to do as commander or three hit or whatever class he needs to play. So, um, well, and, and I then think the, that... well, and then also the, 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 the great thing with the, with the decision making or both the great and, and the terrible thing all at, mm. all, all at the same time is that, um, you know, sometimes you get, into these situations where the the right in quotes decision isn't actually the right decision. Sure. You, know, you yeah. get these you get these things where it's like, well, conventional wisdom says I should do A, B, and C in this order because that you know that that's what works like ninety percent of the time. But because of how the game is going right now and what I'm seeing with how this is reading, I need to actually go like B, C, A. You know, I need to actually right. do. I need to actually make these choices slightly out of their normal order, because you know something within the game flow isn't flowing how how it would normally go. Sure. Um, and the and and one of the you know and one of the things that does separate you know really separates mid tier tournament players from you know you know the, you know, the upper and and top tier is the the ability to recognize within within a game flow that something isn't quite as you're expecting and the and the ability to make the you know the the decision that's appropriate for that moment not sure. necessarily the decision that oh I think I, I I need to do this because this is what I've always done so mm -hmm. and right. And I think there's, I mean, that 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 obviously applies to um, any system. You know, there's there's there, there's always going to be sure, times yeah. where where you know just just because you you typically always do you know the A B C thing, mm -hmm. oh this this is not re reading correctly. I need to do this thing o over here that's actually going to have way more positive impact. And mm -hmm. you know, and and trying to get try, try, trying to get that sort of game game awareness. Um, mm -hmm. That is that. That's de definitely the piece that you know. You you spend a lot of time trying to build, and some people never get it. Yep. And 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 honestly, that's okay. You know, mm -hmm. it, you know, not it's not, not okay. It's not, not everybody. Not not everybody, everybody, though. It's not okay for him. <laughs> not everybody is always going to read everything percent the whole time. <laughs> sure. Um. And and but but if you've got a player, if you've got players like that on on your team, you just kind of have to. You know, know that okay, they're they're always going to read the game a certain way. They may miss you know X Y Z. You mm. plan accordingly. Sure. But in in, in saying that, uh, you know, half the battle is having the presence of mind to actually ask the question. 
which so many people don't do. So, you know, also you go to Josh true. and say, hey, you know, I did this and this and this. Do you think this is a good approach? Um, yep, maybe, no, do this, do this. At least you'll take it on board and go, all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, and that's probably more to your point around Armageddon. You've got all these people coming together and trying to, um, you know, work as a team. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably the biggest attraction, right? Because, um, as everybody knows, I haven't played anything other than Laser Force. Mm-hmm. So, I'd be a fucking sponge. I'd just be watching every <laughs> person. I wouldn't give a shit if they're on my team or not. I'd be like, so why did you do this? Why did you do that? Why sure. are you standing here? Why did you come around the corner? Where would you have gone after this? Why did you do that? Like, it would just be... Um, and again, I think if you might even pick... or you would absolutely pick up certain things from other systems. I think that would you could almost take back um, to or, course, or relate yeah. to other systems yes. as well. So, yeah, um, that is you know, that, that, that's ultimately how I would be looking at it. It would be like, all right, so if I improve this particular system, how could I, you know, relate that back to how I play laser force and do certain things? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and more to the point, if you're asking questions, you're humble about it and you want to get better, you're just going to be a better player than someone who looks at it negatively, thinks they're always right and doesn't, ask for feedback, or at least take it on board. Um, and I used to, back in the day, try and help people. And I'm like, why would you do that? This, you know, maybe you could... <laughs> this. And I've just stopped, because now I don't give a shit. Because unless I actually want to ask the question um, and have a conversation around getting better, I'm just wasting my right. time, as sure. you would be. Like, if you were trying to teach someone who just didn't give a shit about what you knew mm-hmm. and what you could share with them... Well, again, you're wasting your time. You might as well go buy another bottle of vodka for the bus. Um, <laughs> right. No, no. Yeah. It, but yeah, and it, it's it, it's true though because it's it's such a fine line be, because it's like for in, instance, like I got into uh, it with like Ghosty a whole bunch at the tournament, and it's well, not that he was doing and <laughs> drinking vodka and forcing no, uh, it, but just, uh, in, in, in in the sense that like it, it was like. You know, he's he was set on doing certain on doing re, re up a certain way, and I I was trying to grasp the way that he was doing it as it was different than me. So when I was asking him questions, obviously that is the worst thing to hear as a force player. Is a hey man, my medic is asking me how to do this, that, the other. So I can I can totally one hundred and ten percent understand his frustration in dealing with a newer player to the scene. It's like, man, I'm stuck with that. I got to like handhold this guy and whatever. But it just, it just took that one ex- like explanation, like after a game, like once, you know, the yelling and the blaming is cooled down and all that stuff that comes with <laughs> tournaments. Like once all that cools down, we can actually have a conversation as to why, why he does things a certain way. And, you know, and, and to his credit, he's a great medic. He, he's, he's, he's really good. Uh, and for me, it's like, I need to understand why he does those things and how I can incorporate that into my own game and how I can be like a better resub or a better scout supporting him or a three hit or whatever. Uh, so it just, I think we all need to have those mo- moments where we're open to having an on- like an honest conversation because as long as we all know like what we're doing and what the plan is, I'd rather get all those bad questions out of the way before the game as opposed to after the game when it's a blame who did this and who did that and whatever. So I, I think part part of it too is that you need to be open to asking those really dumb questions, uh, which I have no shame in because I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to prove myself as being 
like a, an amazing force player. Although I am the best Canadian force player and worse, so I, 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 I have no. I have. I, I can go up and down. It doesn't matter. So I have nothing to lose and prove. So for a me, it's like, hey man, I'm gonna ask as many questions to make sure there's no doubt in my mind that when I play an actual game. I'm doing the, the 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 correct thing, and I understand what my team is doing at all times. So thing. that's, that's yeah, so what I, you want yeah. out of your players, like especially yeah. seemingly at a at a get-in tournament that like you rely on the people who um, their hope like this this is the game that they play the most. So you rely on mm. their expertise and get into sure, like yeah. one of those competitions where you know um, guys and guys should be kind of in those mental roles providing that, that, that people want to ask some questions about it um mm-hmm. you know it's like what brent said about people who think that they're hot shit and they actually don't want to you know want to learn this you can't do much with those people sure. but um no they, they can't they on that though you can't mistake um people that are, are shy or, or potentially introvert as you know in the same boat as those people um because some people mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, find it find it hard to ask for help or find it hard to, <laughs> to, to talk with people they don't really know mm-hmm. that well. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. And, and, and I, I totally know that face, that, that, that face that when you ask that, like, <laughs> question and you see Ghosty mad at you, you see Micro mad at you, and just it's, <laughs> the, it's that bruh. Like, seriously, you know, so, like, I've... I've had that face. It's not a good face, but it's just that you know, for me as a as like a player who's who's wants to learn and wants to get better time over time. It's like that's the only way to do it. You got to ask those questions. You got to be a good teammate, and you got to have that honest com- com- conversation. I as love that as from you know, guys at our side, like we, when we get new players come through and they they you know actually ask me a question, I love it because it shows yep. that they give them the face. Engage- yeah, I will give I will give someone the face. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Someone who's been playing for eight years asked me a dumb question. I'm gonna give them the bra face, but um, sure, of course. <laughs> but for new cats, like if, if you've only been playing a year or two, um, mm-hmm. or, or you know it's your first or second night ever playing, someone comes and asks me a question, man. I'm all over that. That shit. That, I love mm-hmm. that shit. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yep, the and, offer's always there. Yeah. And uh, in, in, in just a small uh, tidbit or fun fact, uh, I found out that the, the Loveland L- Laser Force guys are sending a team to a national Laser Quest tournament next month. Wow. Really? So, <laughs> so I, it's, it's yeah. happening in Colorado. So I'm kind of like, whoa, that's kind of cool that these guys, they didn't, they didn't play like Armageddon. They don't really have a lot of quest experience. So I think it's kind of cool that we got a lot of like cross like system play going on where some of our guys come play force events and then out of the blue the Loveland guys are going to come play a quest event in Denver Mm. so I think that's like super huge for like both of our scenes so I'm Mm. glad that you know that you know things like you know our our our, um, Facebook groups exist this podcast exists and just stuff that just like promotes cross play because I think we're all passionate about what we do and we all enjoy the laser tag and we all enjoy the drinking and the partying and the socializing and just having these friendships from miles miles and miles away so mm. i think that i'm glad that there's a lot of people out there regardless of what of what we play that are just all about that which is huge for me and uh and yeah yeah it's rad it's when cool. you're attending uh i'm getting next uh brent <laughs> <laughs> on that well, note yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> nice nice segue into some sort of commitment um <laughs> You know what? You never know. I, I, I did make it pretty clear what um, what team I'd probably want to end up being on to learn. Um, so, uh, yeah, 
Let's just put an asterisk there and say, watch this space. Um, but, but didn't you say you you you'd re- you this was your last one? Uh, these famous last not, words. Like, uh, it, I've heard that so tough. many times from it's fourth tough, place. Right. It's it, it's never the last one. I've uh, said this when I won like Quest Worlds and Nationals. I've done a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, it's the last one. It's the last one. But I always come crawling back because I'm. I'm I'm a glutton for pain apparently. Yeah. Um, no, for Armageddon, I, I've won. This is my my fifth win, so it's five years in a row that I've won. Nice. Uh, and so mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's it's I, I'm sort of like over it playing wise, but I'd love to come and like ref the event, or I'd love to come and like help promote the event. So I still want to be there and have fun with people mm. and see all my friends again. But maybe I'm a little bit like over playing because the playing aspect, I don't have a lot of fun with what so what are you doing uh, in two weeks <laughs> <laughs> does someone have a nice segue into that oh, yes. commit, commit. Yeah. dude if you yeah, if you so... bought a plane ticket we, we'll make space for you <laughs> yeah if uh, folks you have, can ask uh, all the questions you want there'll be no bra face <laughs> yeah no bra face um, in Brisbane there's duty free on the way in you'll be loving life Hey guys, if we if we can get the GoFundMe like going, get a couple yeah. bucks each day, I will be down there in a heartbeat, guys. Sure. <laughs> sort of Canadian sponsorship thing from the government. I'm just right. just putting it out there. If we can monetize the, the podcast, that would really help me out. So uh, <laughs> just throw that out there right now. It's sponsored by the resupply. One cent per view. All right, cool. Well, that's probably a good place to leave things, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Perfect. Yeah. Go find me. We'll, we'll go go, go find me, guys. Right? <laughs> and I'll yeah. see you down there. There'll be a link in the description. Make, make oh, sure. please do. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, probably not. Not going to happen. Sorry, guys. It'll just Sorry. send you back to the podcast and you have to listen for a second time. Um, well, I mean... Thanks, thanks, boys, for joining us today. This was actually amazing. Um, Beans is going to have a shit fit when he sees how long this um, this part is, but you know, so be whatever. It. Beans, the attention span of a fucking three year old. It's a wall with a fly on it. Um, yeah, <laughs> sorry, Beans. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> but um, thanks, thanks, Ian Rusty, for for coming on, man. Like, um, it's always nice to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I'll for, see uh, you guys in a couple of weeks. You, should, you yeah. certainly will, Justin. It was a pleasure talking to you, man. Like I, I'm looking forward to the day that we get to meet in the flesh. That'd be for sure. Stupid. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Hot uh, Water. Still best die. of luck in uh, ten, 10 days, guys. Thanks. Best man. of luck. We'll, we'll be. Yeah. Um, Thank you. We'll be putting putting out um, all sorts of media during the tournament, so everyone can stay up to date with all of the crazy all the things, things happening. Yeah. <laughs> and a live stream of the. Board. I'm guessing someone set that up, or should. Um, so yeah, hopefully. yeah. There's, there's all the usual stuff that we've been doing the last couple of years is all is all go, go going to be happening. I think there's some some last minute and details more, right? and more. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's the plan, right? But for this week, I have been going next door, and I've been Than. And always remember to backtrack, kids. We'll see you next week. Okay.